0: The UFC Picks podcast is brought to you by the UFC Picks app, a new free-to-play 'em app that gives you the chance to win five thousand pounds in a cash giveaway. Check out the Picks app in the App Store and get your picks in now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the UFC Picks show. So, as always, we're with. Uh, we should just call this the Technical Difficulties Podcast. Um, <laughs> I, knew I knew you'd bring this up. <laughs> I had to. I've got a. I've got a. You know, in case everything becomes a disaster, and you know. We have to redo the whole thing.
1: Generally, we will try and improve this podcast. As long as you don't call me Unfunny Bill Burr in the comments, we will genuinely do our best to improve this
0: podcast. <laughs> that wasn't just me calling you Unfunny Bill Burr. Um, but you are unfunny and you yeah. do look like Bill Burr. Well, you know, they so. did have a point. It was funny. We were they just, did have a so, we, so we've recruited someone to help us, uh, Amy Kelly, a- a- AKMMA, And she's, she's going to help us with the sound and with the setup. And we've just had her on the phone trying to figure out why... The new settings that uh, that are on the Zoom recorder weren't working, and then halfway through the call, we realised that Ollie didn't have his mic turned on. So we solved start. that problem pretty yeah, quickly, didn't we? Thanks yeah. for input, so, Amy. So great. Amy, thanks for humouring us. And
1: Bought the specialist in, she told me to turn the microphone
0: on. <laughs> right. Let's let's uh, let's hope this all records right, because I don't want to have to do this again. It melts <laughs> no, my brain that bad, is it? the first time. It's just trying to keep <laughs> up with you, mate. You know, trying to yeah, trying to it. correct all your nonsense. What a card. Mate, loads of, oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. well, let's myself. go, sorry oh, oh, we've got 20 minute, minutes hang minute. again. Hang on a minute, okay. We've got 20 minutes. Yeah, you, I can't set my, timer
1: yeah. my time, because my time there.
0: I'll set it, I'll it. you ready? We did 24 and a half last week. Yeah, but then I'm I'm, I'm having my one of my paranoia moments yeah, anyway. I need to I need to make sure everything's recorded. You're right, Mike. Did oh, you look, you know. just looked for your phone again, didn't you? I did, I always right. did.
2: We're we've three got, seconds we've in. we
0: have got Wad in the house as well, Wonder Dog. So if you hear any giggling or tapping on a keyboard, it's Wad. If you hear any tapping on a keyboard, I've got a couple of pens here ready to throw at him. <laughs> right. Raptors are away, so it's peaceful in the. You've wasted 15
1: seconds of our review. Mallory Martin. <laughs> got, Hang on a
0: minute, You're jumping right in.
1: Well, I just thought we could just go random, randomly go on, through. We're not going to go through the go whole on. card, are we? Go on, then. Mallory Martin got jujitsued. Yeah, right? Yeah. Real bad. Um. But man, she hung on in there as long as she, as long as she could, didn't she? She just got, she just, she made a couple of sort of fundamental mistakes, and um, she paid for it. She nearly lost an arm in about three different ways, didn't she? Yeah,
0: I was actually surprised at how aggressively she closed distance. Mm. I I just, I I thought, I thought that could have been a bit better measured, or at least not quite as enthusiastic. You know, made made, uh, made her opponent work for it a bit instead of just kind of diving in there. But you know maybe she felt like she was she was confident as soon as it hit the floor it was just
1: yeah she was mistaken Yeah v-
0: Viana's Viana's armbar setups are good and you know and it's the same thing like as soon as you engage somebody in the first well we'll get onto this with the <laughs> yeah. uh, with the Vieira as soon as you engage somebody in the first couple of minutes of a fight when they're not sweaty and, and you yeah. know it, it's it's is, there is more purchase you can clamp onto people a bit better for sure
1: Great great um, win for her Yeah yeah, great win. I want, I don't know where she's going to go next. I don't know who you'd give it to her.
0: but um, What I normally have is the rankings pulled up, which I will pull up now. Um, yeah, this, it's, it's the same with the next fight up, Bilal Muhammad. Like, oh, where man. does he go next?
1: Man. Bilal, he is looked my really good. Boy.
0: He ate those low kicks like Bilal they were biscuits. Is
1: my boy, he is just suffocating in it. Was that
0: the one pick you got right?
1: No, no, I was. I was five and three or four and three I think but uh-huh. quite a few quite a few fights dropped out didn't they changed change uh, yeah, no, no, I was alright well, so we've had a, we got off to a very work, bad start on the Connor card then I had an exemplary performance you came
0: second overall came second on the next nationally
1: card, and now I'm just sort of a mid-tier mid-tier performance
0: mid-tier turned you know, into a bit of a journeyman right. really when it comes a little to bit, UFC yeah. picks yeah a
1: little bit but you know like we always say don't want to get a pick wrong don't well. make one
0: the good thing is that it's all recorded, so people can remember when I was trying to convince you to go the opposite <laughs> way and you made the wrong pick. Still, so anyway, At back least to the my boy. go on. Uh,
1: man, Balali's he's crisp. He's got a horrifically high work rate, has not he? Mm-hmm. And he sits just on the edge of range. you are not quite sure whether he's in or out, and whether you can get hold of him or not. Um, well, yeah, I was just blown away by him. I just think he's he's, he's the guy coming up, and he yeah, he's, the, he's yeah.
0: the guy coming up. Like there's. I talk about it all the time, but about stance switching. You could see the value in stance switching when that that lead leg starts to get eaten up. Because he would take a kick and he would switch to southpaw and keep fighting as if it was as comfortable as orthodox. Lima's got a wicked low leg kick, is not he? He just didn't have anything to go with it, did he? He could have done with Usman's jab. Usman's jab and that calf kick, that's game over.
1: I thought Lima... Was, was a touch and I, I know obviously he came, he came off worse but I thought it was a touch better than he had been mm. I thought he's shown a couple of improvements he's been out for ages though yeah. hasn't he yeah I, mean, not, I think you know, you know he could have took a couple of positives away from that I know he, he, you know he's never going to want to lose but I reckon he could have took a couple of positives away from that was yeah. a tough fight and
0: uh, you know well he's Balal is currently he's in 13 in the, in the rankings um you you've got to think he's going to climb up a bit, but he he didn't he didn't beat anybody ranked, so it's yeah. you know it could hold steady. But you know Vicente Luque is just above him, and bilal has got a knockout loss to Luque back at UFC yeah. two hundred five. What about the leech? Oh, that'd be a fun one. That'd be fun one. Yeah, it? that's that's what About you give him the leech and maybe. versus pressure. Maybe leapfrog each other. But then you know, maybe not. Maybe maybe you might be able to get somebody higher up. Yeah, I mean, you know what's happening with uh, Magni's coming off a loss to Chiesa That might be a good opportunity for him. Has he fought Magni before? Uh, no. Yeah, you see, that's the thing with his record. Like, yeah,
1: that'll be a big fight for Palal And
0: there seems to be quite a bit of hype.
1: Like, he seems to be well respected within the within the coaching circles and the other mm-hmm. other fight other fighters. He seems to be, um, yeah, highly respected. Maybe maybe that's a good maybe that's a good call. Like a Seven, eight, or ninth ranked fighter. Yeah. Give him one of those and see see if he sinks or swims. Yeah, yeah. Suffocating way of fighting, innit?
0: Yeah. Horrible. And and just, I mean, I say it again. It's not easy to walk through those those kind of kicks. Like they do wear on you. You could see the swelling as well. Yeah. It was tough, tough. but then switching stands kept working. Oh, I've, 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 I'm I'm waiting to get onto this fight. Anthony Hernandez. What an upset! Wow. What an upset! I mean, did Destroyed anybody? Him pick, by yeah, conditioning. yeah. I wonder how the people in the in the rankings on the picks uh, on the picks app got. Like, sure, I wonder, yeah, I wonder yeah, who yeah. went for yeah, Hernandez. I, I can
1: see that. let me see if I keep talking, let me like, see if I mean, I can find
0: that. What is he? Purple belt coming in, taking on a guy that's not only a black belt, he's the black belt of black belts. Yeah, seven-time world champ. Oh, his nickname is the Black Belt Hunter. I mean, you Amazing. know, he's the Black and Belt gets Hunter. slayed by, by purple a purple bell. belt. <laughs> It just goes to show, though, you know the old adage of of uh, the, the belts becoming reduced when when punches to the face are added, or in fact yeah, when a limited gas tank millimoles is. of lactate <laughs> l- hit your blood system, bloodstream. Oh. Yeah. Um, did Did you hear uh, at the end of the first round when <laughs> like and it, like well, first of all, as soon as the mics were made live, you could hear Rogan and DC laughing. The most it was definitely laughing, and yeah. then, like, before Annick got his readout, Rogan was like, he's he's the most tired person I've ever seen <laughs> in on the, the history of the sport.
1: Like, <gasps> but, but previously, before that, everyone was like, Oh, he's in trouble now. Hanan is in trouble right? now. Then they're, they're not even sweating yet. Oh my god, he's in so much trouble. It's, it's impossible to get out of there. <laughs> yeah. It's impossible for this then. fight he's to dead. go he's any dead. other way than, yeah. than, than complete death. And, um, he was so tired he couldn't even hold his arms up. Yeah, he, oh, he, I, I, he, he died a little in there, didn't he? He did. He, did. he was interesting. So he last just time, sold his jiu-jitsu chain. <laughs> <and he's, laughs> I wonder if
0: he's allowed back in the class. <laughs> he always wanted to be a sushi chef. Um, oh, well,
1: you, you mentioned before, so, that, so now before going into that fight, he would got tapped in a jiu-jitsu tournament. Yeah. And now he's been tapped by a purple belt in the UFC. You've got to be thinking what, what that's done to his yeah. confidence.
0: And even, even in that fight that he had before again, Sapperbeg uh, Safarov, what a name, Sapabeg Safarov, um, I sound a bit like James Acaster when I say it. Right. <laughs> um, he, st- he got busted up bad. Do you remember? Yeah. Like his yeah. eye was swollen shut when when he's his opponent tapped out. He's just done it
2: ride
0: not he? And especially given the fact that he's—that's the thing, though. He's like, what is he? He was seven and zero going into that, was he? Like the expectations of him are so high. When you step into the UFC with the nickname, the, the Black Belt Hunter, yeah. the, ho- the whole sort of journey is now shifted, has not it? Yeah, it's just not. I mean, look at, look at that Wikipedia page. Like from 2009 to sort of 2014, 2015, that was the 81 ADC here under 99 kilos.
1: Amazing, he's built like ai I don't know if a brick shit house. He's a paper, <laughs> but that's what he's built like. Yeah. And he's um, built like a shit But, but like you know, like we like we've we've said before, muscle is not a problem as long as you got something to feed it. That's All it. All that muscle needs feeding. And he, he just, you know, he couldn't. His, his muscular system just couldn't keep up with the, yeah. the debt of oxygen that he was, that he was owed. But the, unfortunately, the, this
0: is why, this is why fighters that are lifetime grapplers and wrestlers, when they start competing in MMA, they look like strikers because mm. they're like, Phew. I mean, I, I could grapple hard for for three minutes, but if I don't get a submission and he gets back to his feet, we're as tired as each other. Yeah. And I've won the first three minutes, but if he lands a good shot and puts me down on one knee, I've lost the round. Yeah. And there's a tipping point, <laughs> isn't
1: there, with like fatigue. If you want to drop off that cliff, I mean, some people's cliffs are a lot steeper than others, but you know, there's just not enough time in the fight to get it back and get your arms going again and and be in a place where you can get on the attack again. Nah. Tough, is it? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know what they'll do with him, but he must be on a high right now. He's probably walking into his jiu-jitsu yeah, school over right. Bad is yeah with his chest puffed out um
0: uh, markson six submission Pitolo
1: was a fun fight right yeah it was it
0: was a fun Pretty fight even. yeah i was surprised how aggressive uh patolo came out because yeah. that that's quite uncharacteristic i mean i know he's got some first round finishes on his record but they were they were all earlier on mm. and since he's been in the ufc especially given the fact that he was coming off a couple of losses I, I I don't know whether it was tactical why he jumped on Julio Marquez that early. I mean, when was his last fight? I mean, two thousand eighteen. Maybe he thought if I can if I start aggressive and catch him cold. But Marquez is just a he's he's just a brawler, isn't he? He's yeah. just a tough, durable individual. That if you back him into a corner, he's gonna dig himself out of a hole, and he'll remember his lines when he gets to his post fight interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was very. Uh, yeah. He was very
1: curating, wasn't he? it? Was, yeah. It was nice. He's coached by James Krause, isn't he? Yes. Now, since we've yeah. been doing the podcast, I keep seeing James Krause in the corner. I keep seeing him behind some of the the fighters that are winning a lot. It seems to be. Um, he seems to be one of those coaches. Mm-hmm. Seems very impressive.
0: Yeah. He, he's in there, isn't it? I, I think he's like he's he's still working with the pieces himself. Yeah. So when he's working with his athletes, he's he's not he's like sharing knowledge instead of passing knowledge down. Yeah. And, and I still think evolve, that, he's still yeah.
1: evolving he's still evolving himself and his coaching and stuff it's a potent yeah. sort of mix isn't it and, and I it th- seems very sorry to interrupt he's very intelligent and very um, in tune with all the different aspects of the game coming mm-hmm. together and seeing it as a sport rather than it's individual parts yeah he,
0: he's, he's got a very he's got a very logical and very linear approach to it mm. which because he, he did the, the podcast with V and that was really interesting just kind of hearing him kind of like the discoveries that he's had not only as a fighter but then playing the role as a coach in his gym and like you know doing his own rounds but then also holding pads for rounds and going over the yeah. same and re retreading the same footsteps he's, he's 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 you know his pathways are so defined now yeah. he knows the clear I, I always victory. find it
1: super interesting that the most talented players don't necessarily end up being the best coaches because they just they're doing it and they don't necessarily understand the process of why they got to how they can just do it they can just do it mm-hmm. whereas the guys that have had to really like work so hard for every little technique or aspect of their game because they've learnt that process it's very easy for them to then put that process into someone else and let them learn a- a- along the way with them yeah. I- I'm, not, I'm not I'm not. sure whether that's the case with with James Krauss but he definitely seems to be um you know, one of those up-and-coming coaches that's yeah. going to
0: be around for a while. He's, I mean, he's had a lot of fights himself, and he's also he's done the short notice fights, the upweight class fights, yeah. the you know, he's done the grappling matches, and he's just he's just a very experienced individual. Plus, he's been around for a long while as well, so he's he's got a wealth of knowledge. And he and he, like I said, he's very he's very linear in the way that he that he filters everything. Hmm. Like he's had a few short notice fighters step in. He's got like this whole bunch of fighters that if the UFC pick up the phone, we're like, we need in. a fighter next week. He'll, he'll have somebody to throw in, and they'll most likely win by a guillotine in the first sixty seconds. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it seems to be the case. Uh, no, Kelleher, yeah. Simon was was a good fight. Yeah,
1: Simons just relentless, aggressive, yeah. horrible in not he? He's got that good. He's got that good mix of decent level counter striking, and then that wrestling to fall back on when mm. he needs it, and uh, you know offensive wrestling. Yeah, um, Kelleher is you know tough though. A lot it's of like fights, really ain't?
0: tough. A lot of experience. Yeah. Is it? You know, what is it? What's he now? Thirty-four he fights, He's quite put 20, it together, could he? Like,
1: yeah. All the bits were there, but his timing just wasn't quite there, and just didn't bring that that total package. Well, that was it.
0: That was that was the difference. Is Kelleher was looking for the opportunities to land that perfect shot or make that perfect transition into the next stance, whereas uh, Ricky was just combinations grappling, yeah. combinations grappling, level change, feint. It was it he wasn't over complicating anything he it's, was just letting it flow out it's just
1: a funny thing even in training and sport and sports performance sometimes your time is just off mm. and you, you don't feel like you've done anything different but your time is just off and you know we're, we're dealing with such small um, splits of seconds that if your timing's off how do yeah. you get it back
0: yeah, you know? yeah oftentimes you are a fight to say oh, i just wasn't, just wasn't wasn't there wasn't, yeah. It, yeah yeah, but, yeah it's but, strange, and oftentimes it? it'll be they're like, they'll they come through a rough first round because we don't always hear from the, the guys on the losing end. But um, what's his name? Marquez. You know, it was a good example. He just wasn't, he wasn't himself in the first couple of minutes, which is why Patolo jumped on him.
2: Yeah. yeah. It
0: didn't take long for it to wake him up. But he may not have been caught quite as cold if he'd have had a fight two weeks ago mm. or six weeks ago. He might have met that force with force. Yeah, yeah. it's tough. That, that, yeah. f-
1: that flow of, of competitions are
0: important. What about Gastelum yeah, Heinish? Yeah, just is just he's a bruiser, isn't
1: he? Well, um I th- I thought Gastelum would put him away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, before, you know, obviously before watching it I thought he'd put him away. I thought he'd be able to dispatch him, but Heinish yeah, he is toughening, Just durable and kept going and you know, I I love
2: uh,
1: Kelvin. I think he's I think he's great and I enjoy watching him and I you know, I'm glad he I'm glad he won. He looks in, you know, he looks in good shape. He looks um he was heavily emotionally invested in it. I don't know if you watched the post-fight. It was a um, 3 losing streak, wasn't it? Yeah, he was just, just so relieved it. to get that done and out of the way. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, impressive. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure what you do with him next. I don't I don't know who, if he's matched up, but I would like to see him fight Cannoneer. And I know that's mm. a jump back up the rankings, but it, it, it would make sense to me for him to get someone like that, like a Cannoneer or a Vittori. Oh, no. that would be good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Vittorio would be a fun fight,
0: wouldn't it? The, the one I would love to see is uh, is Paolo Costa, but obviously he's mm. right up at the top facing Whittaker. But, I mean, Gaston's right down at number he, nine. He's he put himself... I think Gaston said, look, look anyone there. drops
1: out of that Costa fight, roll him in, he's ready, yeah. he'll go. Weidman would be a
0: good one. it mm. would be a good one, wouldn't it? Old, old middleweight titan, although he's not. Chris Weidman's new school, but he feels yeah. like an old-school titan. he has been around man. for a long time. Hasn't he? Yeah.
1: No, good on uh, good on KG. I was, I was happy to watch him watch him get that win and I think you know we said previously it was a big step up for Heinish but um he's sort of passed it in some ways didn't he like he could show he could hang mm. he could hang with that level he's not lost any
0: ground I don't think no
1: no, no. I suppose that's the best you can do coming off a loss you yeah. know hold your ground and show you you you're supposed to be in that level of the of the division. That's
0: it, and and he'll be, and the other thing as well is he'll be looking up the rankings for his next matchup anyway. Yeah, because now he's picked up a loss, but he's proven his worth against Gastelum. They'll they'll put him in there against someone like a Weidman, or I don't even know what Tavares has got coming up, but you know there's, there there are a few interesting matchups there of guys that have fallen a little bit mm. that could also deal with that that boost from a tough fight like Heinish.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: He's got good opportunities in front of him, but Gastelum was just a bit more savvy, isn't he? He's a bit, he's a bit more wily, and a bit smarter from his, from his, his uh, higher level competition, I'd say.
1: Yeah, very much so.
0: Yeah, good on him. What do you reckon to uh, Grasso against Barber then? Um, she just Grasso just smashed it. I was just
1: really, really impressed with her. She, mm. I thought she could get. Um, I thought she'd come off come off worse in the grapple. I thought she could, you know, Barbara's very athletic and she's very powerful and she goes after it quite a lot. I thought she was great technically, tactically, very very sound. um I think she's done herself. Uh, she's sort of shown that storyline. She's shown that she can go in against someone who's clearly sort of more athletic and she can beat her for, beat her for technique. Um, yeah, fair play. Really, really, really solid performance from
0: her. I think. I mean, where is she right now? So, she's so Macy Barber is ranked number ten, and she was fighting Grasso at number fifteen. So mm. Grasso will now get a big jump in that division. But then Macy Barber's she doesn't. She's probably not gonna fall too far. She's still in that mix of 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 you know people that are names. I mean, she could fight a Shevchenko or uh, an Alexis Davis, Andrea Lee. Yeah. She, we, we talked about it before, didn't we? So she was like, she came off her first loss and then she had to have a surgery. So there was a lot of time sitting around, dwelling on that, being frustrated, and then you can imagine how much she built that, that you know, first opportunity to fight up again. So, it, so I guess this is more of a question than anything from a coaching perspective. Would it be more beneficial for her then, as long as she's healthy, to turn around another fight fairly quickly?
1: Yeah, I would think so. I would think of something like that. I yeah. would think you know, m- momentum is massive in all sports, and I would think as long as she came out completely healthy, there was no like 50-50s, You know, should you rest this or can you can you get through it? I would. Um, I'd be looking to get her in there in the next eight to twelve weeks, wouldn't you? Yeah, I was just thinking I think
0: even so. sooner. I mean, what is the, there's there's a couple of fights coming up. I'm just I'm just wondering. I'm, I'm just having a quick look through the cards coming up, see if there's anything in that in the in the. In her division it'd be good to see her get a get a quicker turnaround because i do feel like like she was kind of she looks a little bit like do i do i go now Mm. Uh, whereas grasso was just just kind of cruising a bit like ricky simon against keller yeah Uh, yeah. like yeah just putting things together well without without the hesitation and the lag yeah and i I think if
1: macy does put it together well she's she's gonna be a handful in that division for all the way up probably yeah
0: um, she's got the physicality, hasn't she? She's, yeah. she's clearly tough. She clearly wants to fight.
1: Yeah, definitely wants to fight. Yeah.
0: It's just got to be kind of channeled and managed. Yeah. But she, that, I think a quick. T- I, as soon as I, as soon as the fight was over, I thought well, she looks healthy. She would probably benefit from fighting again. in about four weeks' yeah. time. Just to just so to it keep, might you know, know. It
1: might on reflection it might just be a slip up for her She mm. might get back on the horse and just and keep going.
0: Yeah. Mm. Good. Main event. Yeah. How impressive were um, you?
1: He, he you know he's an he's an impressive he's an impressive fighter um what the one thing that probably stood out the most was nothing to do with his athleticism nothing to do with his um technical work is it was this just the calmness that when he got in a bit of trouble he didn't panic he just you know took a breath covered up did what he had to do and um, obviously came back to to turn that around because he, you know, he was in a little bit of adversity there just for a second. Yeah. And you would anyone that was sort of weaker minded, their world that could their world could be closing in on them. Oh my, oh my God! I just got rattled against my, you know, the guy that I, you know I know I know this guy, and he's rattled me, and now I'm in trouble. But he, I was I was super impressed by the way he just handled it, mm. just handled it like a pro. And um, yeah, yeah. And then and then conversely when. You know, as it was flowing towards the finish, Burns didn't handle it in the same way at all. Really, you know, he he got rattled, and then that was the beginning of the end. Really, mm-hmm. um, so it was it was it was interesting to see. Do, do you feel like Kamaru had just slightly incremented a couple of his skills? That the jab seemed the jab seemed a little bit sharper. The leg kicks, the body kicks, seemed a little bit sharper. I I,
0: I think. I think it was more about his mentality going into it, and I would say that's more down to down to maybe what Trevor Whitman says as opposed to what Trevor Whitman coaches. Mm. So like the Kamara Usman of of past, he's been jab, clinch, foot stomp, wrestle, exhaust, wear down, and beat up, and 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 I referenced it a couple of times, uh, you know, in the build up to the fight when when he was going in there against RDA. At the end of the fourth round, he went back to his corner and, and hoofed, went, "Go and finish this guy," yeah. and he didn't. He played around at range for a few seconds, and then he shot in and took him down because yeah. it was the safest, you know, most obvious route. I think the I think what was communicated there was like when 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 he was said when when he was told to go and finish him in Kamara's head, he w- that was something more than what he was doing already, which made him uncomfortable, which is mm. why he didn't try it especially because he's won four rounds over an old lightweight who's, you know, already been beaten up for 20, 20 minutes. What Whitman did at the end of the first round, when he b- went back to his corner, he said, you're the, you're the, you're the champion because of your jab. And he yeah. won with a jab. Yeah. Like he, ba- he basically he's knocked him down jab, twice. He's beautiful. It's efficient. Mate, sure. It's beautiful. I pull it apart on, on aftermath. And, and, I had a I had a really interesting realization, which I I won't talk loads about right now because people can check it out in the other show. Um, the difference, you know, we were talking about fighter archetypes, fighter, uh, uh, yeah, martial artist, um, athlete, athlete, yeah. competitor, athlete. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing. So, Kamar Usman is competitor martial artist. I am fighter martial artist. Mm. I compete, but I compete to win and I compete to fight. The, the the drawback in that, and be, and I recognise that in Gilbert because he's got that same quality is there's an emotion that drives that. Mm. Whereas with Usman, because he's there to compete. It's just cold. It's isn't cold. It? It's just cold. And you know when they faced off, so yeah. when he was having his name announced, he walked together, squared off against him, then they backed up and then they kind of came forward, both crouched over, yeah. and Burns offered his fist and Usman just backed up. It's business. Cold when it cuts back to Burns in his corner, I think he was upset. I think he was right. upset by that. It was like, I know we're here to fight, but I still, it's like yeah, it's yeah. like the, the benefit of being emotional and that making you want to fight also makes that emotional because it makes you want to like bond and be connected with your teammates. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because then if you watch Burns come out immediately, the first thing he does is he's like, all right, motherfucker, and he, he can tease up a big right hand yeah. as, as if to like kind of get him over it. And what you were saying about the difference in emotion, when Burns landed that shot, so it hit him kind of here. So like a bit on the ear, a bit on the temple. He put his hands down straight away, so he wasn't concussed. He was was dazed. It knocked his equilibrium out. The first thing that Burns did was he ran in and he went for a hammer fist and hammer fist him across the back of the head. Fortunately for Usman, he was already in a position to shoot in. But as soon as that had happened, Usman went back to stance because composure in it it
1: was just composure it, it was really just, nice it was almost it was almost as if he had played that possibility out in his head and he knew what was going he mm-hmm. knew what he was going to do if that had happened to him mm-hmm. if I do get caught like this this is what I'm going to do and he just played that out it was you know it's beautiful and composure is it's a intangible skill that you can't put a number on it you can't I can't tell you are a 53 at composure you know but it's so so important yeah. that, that that being able to do, pick the right uh, the right direction and under vast amounts of pressure is you know it's intangible but it's so important
2: mm. yeah
1: very yeah. very impressed it's awesome and you know he's 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 undeniable you know he's the record holder now he's he's coming he's going after anderson he i can't i don't know i mean he's fired up about game bread and he he he's go, he's going after him and Do, you know I mean, game camp, set him go up perfectly it. though hasn't he? yeah i mean
0: you know he's, he's setting up perfectly i could relate it i could give you a perfect Polit- political analogy, but I won't. Just so we stay focused on the <laughs> on the sport. But the basically, he he kind of like Masvidal set the stage for him to lose by not having a full training camp. Yeah. So he's always got that. Yeah, but I didn't have a full training camp. Yeah. Catch, which has now started it's to play into Usman's perfectly. hands because yeah. now he started to sow that seed of doubt, and people are now starting to buy in it. Where in actuality, I think Masvidal was in pretty decent shape for that. He still fought for five rounds. He was just beaten yeah the, the fight is the winner of leon covington mm. that's the fight that has to happen and that would either validate covington as an as a challenger and has got to do something different and plus there's the narrative and the drama about the stoppage and mm. you know we'll get goddard in there to referee again and you know kind of sit on the fence and it, i can imagine all, all kinds of fun <laughs> scenarios um or you go the opposite way and leon beats um, Col- Covington, in which case he would have to prove that he 's either durable he 's got take down the fence or he can hang on the ground and that 's a narrative I just want to see
1: leon fight <laughs> I well, want yeah. to see him fight yeah. and for it not to fall yeah. apart
0: but he 's within striking distance now now Usman 's find himself in a place where he 's beating everybody in the you know he 's beating everybody in the top what is it six aside from Chiesa mm. uh, and I would say Chiesa needs another win now.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I, you know, I like I like Kiesa. I, like, I like who he's becoming as a fighter. I'm not sure he poses. Just him. not there, right? Yeah. yeah. just not quite. Not not
0: quite right. No. I mean, he's um, ranked sixth at the moment. But like, if you get say Kiesa to fight, this is why Thompson's calling people out above him now because he's realizing there's some sharks on the way up this division, right. and Bilal Muhammad being one of them, and Vicente yeah. Luque being another you know like Chiesa's hot on hot on the top 5 heels and he could quite easily replace any of those and given the fact that he's the only one that's not got a loss to uh, uh to usman on his record i mean thompson as well i mean you
1: know that's going to be a rough that's going to be a rough turnaround for gilbert isn't it? in in physically i think probably it'll be a relatively easy um, get up from that, but emotionally, I think that's going to take a little bit. He would probably, as long as he's injury free, be wise to try and get back in there relatively soon, you know, and get back on the wagon and yeah. You know, it just
0: seemed like a superficial. Yeah, swing, yeah. I'd, didn't I'd, it? I wouldn't imagine but there was too. He, he was though. dropped. Like when when he was when he was dropped with that jab, he was hurt because he didn't respond to the first punch that mm. landed on the way down. Oh.
1: That was a shot, wasn't it? It was. That was a beautiful was. shot. Yeah yeah well done Caro. he, he um, yeah. you know he probably proved a few people wrong and he's a deserved deserved champ and you know people are struggling to get anywhere near him aren't they
2: yeah
0: I want to see him against Khabib now mm. that's the challenge for Khabib or do a catchweight 162 the problem is they're both managed by the same person though, aren't they so that won't happen mm. and the other thing as well did you see the Usman got 600,000 and Khabib got 6 million yeah
1: <laughs> missing a note off there. same manager it's so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> an awkward conversation <laughs> yeah, right. right
0: we're eight minutes over right unfortunately we're, minutes over. we're, we're 20 minutes late yeah. here we go okay oh i need to get on to the next card so where are we the pick show oh yeah hey everybody welcome to the uh, pick show for this weekend's <laughs> card between uh curtis blades and Derek lewis And there's some loads. There's some loads. There's some fun fights on the on the card, and there's loads of fun names for Ollie to try and pronounce. Yeah, this is going to be. He's been trying to slyly get me to help him pronounce some of these names, which obviously I've been smart. We have have a trust issue
1: that you're just telling me the wrong names (laughs) to make me look stupid. It's not
0: a trust issue. You can be trusting
1: that I am doing it. (laughs) um, Go on then. I mean, the the main event's obviously going to be fun, but there's a lot of. There's a lot of fun
0: fights all the way through this card. Yeah, well, we're gonna to have to keep this rolling because there yeah. are some I want to kind of dwell on a bit more, okay. and others that you know we uh, we can skip over f- a bit quicker. Spivak, Spivak, Van Der Spivak, 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 and Van Der I'm 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 excited for this one, and, and I know why they have put it as the first fight of the night because the way that they both fight, Van Der just he's just i mean he could have it's been hilarious he could have start. been a linebacker or yeah. uh, uh, a a hockey goon or yeah you know what i mean anything Enfor- like enforcer that. on the ice all of that he could have done all of those jobs absolutely and, and he's just he's got this like nice he's got this real kind of instinctive way of fighting like you can tell he's got some some wrestling background but he only uses it to put him in a better place to keep clubbing him in the head just <laughs> he's he's like Donk. Uh, what's his name off um, Nelson off uh, Simpsons that's what <laughs> yeah, reminds right. me of so I'm he's right. wrestling so
1: he's at Team Quest isn't he oh is that so, right yeah I okay. think so so, so, he's, so that's, that's yeah, probably why his wrestling is uh, is um, as good as it is but yeah you're right he uses it for a reason yeah he's not wrestling you to wrestle you no he's wrestling you to put in a position where he can whack you in the face happy to walk you down he's hilarious I've lo- loved a couple of interviews he's, he's done and again he's, he almost interviews like he like he fights he's just deadpan there's there's no frills to it he's he's telling you exactly what he's thinking yeah um he, he called out spivak because he on the regional circuit he he uh, he dodged him apparently he oh, just yeah, came right. straight out with it in the in the press conference after one of the contender series <laughs>
0: fights i wonder when that was then because this he, is this he, has been remade uh, hasn't it this was supposed to be the end of last year yeah and this has been re uh, reorganized. For it's now. very nice
1: matchmaking.
0: Yeah, it's very does. very nice matchmaking. Well, Spivak's it got good striking. Yeah. he's got a long stance, and he's got but that I mean that, that allows him to throw good low kicks. But he, he's also got wicked hip throws. Yes. And Van der Rohe doesn't mind closing distance, and he's quite upright anyway. Walks himself into range. You can see Spivak just launching him, toss. and then Van der um, wrestling out.
1: Two of us a hip toss. Two of us Oh, ring. that was beautiful. And he's a big dude to be he hip is tossing. He's a big dude and then head and arm choked him yeah yeah
0: yeah. drowned him in his own blood pretty much yeah just beat him up to the point where he, he was just so uncomfortable on the floor it's you just, could see him trying to get out it's a perfect
1: perfect nickname the polar bear that's exactly yeah. what he he sort of looks like Um, I think I, I think I'll go with um, Van Der Aar yeah are you really? Yeah, yeah I think so I think he well I, I you know, I'm sort of biased, I sort of like him. Yeah. I think sort of like him. But I think he's very he's you know he's very strong. Welcome to the UFC popularity contest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll give you a little bit to bucket. He's very strong. <laughs> he's got you know, obviously he's got solid wrestling fundamentals, he yeah. can clearly bang. Um yeah. I think he'll just you know overpower him a little bit.
0: Yeah. Let me uh yeah. I'm gonna get the stats page up and see if see if I can pull these fights up. Um,
1: Norwegian descent, I think.
0: Yeah, oh, he looks like a Viking, mm. for sure. He looks like a Viking, Viking head. But then again, Spivak looks terrifying as well. He's he like he's he's meant to be a, a, a fighter. You can. I tell wonder if he, he
1: shaved a polar bear down. If it actually that's what it looks like.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's what he is. Um, dude. That, so that, there's literally. Well, this this is kind of interesting. So eleven and two, eleven and four. So Van der rohe has got a couple extra yeah. losses on his record. Six three to six four. Both two hundred and sixty pounds, yep. both orthodox. Very similar. Like three years apart in age, two inches in difference. Sergei's average fight time is nine forty six. Vanderar's average fight time is three thirty four. Mm. <laughs> and he's and he's got double strikes lander per minute. He's got more takedown averages per fifteen minutes. Takedown accuracy is a hundred percent, although that's obviously based on one UFC fight. But um
1: No, I like him. I like him. I think I
0: think he can. um, He's going to be a fun one. What's the rest of his record saying? Because obviously that's based on uh, that's based on one fight. So you're going with Van der Hey? Definitely going with Van der Hey. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to do a bit more research on him, and then. Are you done with that? You're doing the more research on him now. I'm just, I'm in, just, I'm in just interested in. No, 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 no. We'll stop. Later. We'll that stop later. It. No, no. I'll pick it up later. <laughs> I'm just. All of a sudden, I'm just very much interested in him again. I want to see a bit more about his record. I'll watch some of his older fights later. Uh, Zahabi against Dr- uh, Draco, Draco Rodriguez. Yeah,
1: um, it's got a bit of a technician versus athlete feel to it. Aman um, is, you and you would hope so. Bearing in mind who who he's related to very technically proficient um does everything pretty much how you're supposed to do it tactical tactical understanding you know a couple of fights i've seen him i've seen him um produce performances where he 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 looks like tactically he's he's in the know Mm -hmm. and he's manipulating his his opponent um he doesn't feel he doesn't seem very athletic it seems like if he wasn't doing this he's probably not picking up any other sport you know he wouldn't if he wasn't doing this he's not playing american football or he's you know maybe ice hockey but um he got hit so cleanly with a spinning elbow with Ramos. you could see him lying on the floor with his with his jaw dislocated it was horrible to watch um unless you were a WrestleMania I guess it was uh, fun to watch <laughs> yeah. um but yeah i mean that, that that's my take on it, it, it it's uh, an athlete versus a technician it'll be interesting to see if zahabi can handle um rodriguez's power because he's very very athletic he was a handful on that dana white contender yeah. series
0: that transition from the Plata attack to the triangle that he ended up finishing with and and his adjustments and the corrections that he made on the triangle it, he had to battle through it but he, he was very impressive Mm. Z- Zahabi w- is just incredibly well rounded. Mm. That's like I remember going up to train with uh, with GSP, and this was I think maybe even before Eamon had started fighting professionally, and he was already coaching on the mats alongside. Okay. You know, yeah. like he was he was he was working especially with with uh, grappling skills, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Like he was he was coaching and working alongside a whole bunch of UFC veterans, mm. and the level all of, up there has always been very high. Um, the
1: beauty of those camps, with all all of those high level guys in, is is like an osmosis effect. Is you can't yeah. help but you know you could just sit in there for a few months. And you you'd come out a better
0: fighter with a yeah. better understanding. And and you know and being able to just kind of be on the mat and just watch and and study and you know share information yeah. as well without having the pressure of you know having to be in there performing yourself. It it, it was much more of a of a learning environment for him than a testing environment. Mm. So then when he did start start step up and start to fight, he was he was just very, very, he was just very technical. He's he's yeah, far he's, more mature than his record shows, I would yeah, say. What, he's I mean, seven
1: he was, and two, he's one and two in the UFC.
0: Yeah. But yeah. There's, there's a nine year age difference. Mm. Um you know, and and Eamon, you can guarantee most of those nine years will have been spent studying martial arts. Mm. So their records, even though they're all, they're very similar, th- their their understanding of the game is probably quite different. But then you would think that Rodriguez makes up for that lack of experience with that athleticism that we saw in that yeah. first fight.
1: I'm going to go against what you would expect me to go for. And
0: You're I'm going to go on the, the side technique. of
1: the technical... Wow. I'll go on the side of the technician over the athlete, I think. And That's part of strange. me hopes as well, because I'd like to see... I'd like to see A-man, um get a win here. Yeah. And obviously a win for a, a win for the for the technician as well. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think he can. I think he could do that. Plus, you know, you know.
0: The th- the thing is, Eamon really with with the knowledge that he's got and the ability that he's got, he should be he should have more fights on his record and he should be contending higher up in this division. Rodriguez is still young. He's not going to lose anything by picking up a loss here to Zahabi. Mm. So it's you know there's also a benefit in in Zahabi picking up a win here as well. But Rodriguez might just be streaking at the moment. He might just be I mean that honestly I don't want to feel like I'm underestimating his technical ability because the transition from from defense to attack yeah. was, was really nice. And and you know, obviously we know he's got uh, he's got good striking skills as well. Yeah. So you're going with Eamon, are you We'll right?
1: go with it. We'll go with Zahabi, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Skelly. Yeah. Skelly against Jamal Emmers.
1: Chas Skelly's been fighting for a long time. long time. A long, long time. 2009, I think he started. Right? Took a whole year off in 2018, sorting out a few problems, I think, a few physical problems. Um, he seems to probably struggle with that top echelon, but other than that, he's really accumulated some good good experience throughout that sort of mid-tier
0: uh, you know, of the sport. Um, he was chas Skelly was one of the guys who recruited that team Takedown project.
1: Oh, okay. Do you remember that? Yeah.
0: There was a, there was a someone someone who had a whole bunch of money was really into <laughs> wrestling and decided to make a team of high level wrestlers that were crossing over into MMA, kind of like a new level uh, Hammer House. And they had him. They had a few guys. Rocholt, Jared Rocholt was one of them as well. Like really high level collegiate wrestlers that had kind of come to the end of their wrestling mm. careers and needed somewhere else. I'm sure Skelly is I'm sure Skelly's one of those guys. You look at his record as well. Like I mean, where was he before he got beaten? He was ten and 0 when he got signed with the UFC, picking up wins in Bellator. Um, and he was like knee barring people and dust choking hmm. people. And then he lost to Becktic by majority decision. Then he went on another four fight win streak. Then he lost to Elkins by decision. he's he's, he's got yeah. a pretty storied career.
1: Yeah like 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 I said he's accumulated a lot of experience and you know that 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 pays he just I just feel like he may be I don't know I don't know where that top top is is where he's going to end up and he might end, he might just be a good club man mm. for for the sport I don't know a lot about Jamal Emers to be honest but he did um he, you know he came off he, he came off worse against um Chikadze, but it was a split decision and it, you know he hung in there and it was pretty yeah. you know it was pretty close, and, that, and that's no joke. Like no. To, to, to go to a split decision with Chikadze, he's is, 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 um, he's a legit contender, I think.
0: Like his his movement and his confidence in his striking really impressed me in that fight. And and if you sometimes I'll do this, I'll watch a couple of minutes. I'll watch the first two minutes of the first round, the last three minutes of the last round to kind of gauge where the yeah. feeling is different. And he, in the first round, although obviously he knew he knew what he was up against with Chikadze, with it wasn't like he was timid and kind of. Like unsure of where his opportunities were, but as the fight progressed and Chikadze got that swelling under his eye, mm. you just you just saw Emma's just, just start to come out a, a bit. Little and bit yeah, hands started to come down a bit, and he's styling and I I think he's a I think he's a very interesting fighter, and I think he's going to be a real handful for Chaz Skelly, mm. who probably doesn't want to deal with him at range for too long, because Skelly's yeah. a little bit kind of awkward and not quite as comfortable on his feet. Yeah, he's,
1: he, he's striking to significantly more remedial than, than Emma's isn't it yeah but he is a good solid wrestler you know so obviously he, he will have recognised that and identified that and I'm sure that's part of his game plan um, I think I'd like I'd like Emma's to get a win here I'd, mm. I'd like him to to get going and um, I think I'll, yeah I think I'll probably lock him in
0: alright so so far we've got hang on a minute let me just review so you've gone Van Ra yeah Zahabi yeah Emma's Emma's. Now we're on to Shayna Dobson against uh, Casey, Casey O'Neill. O'Neil.
1: Yeah. Again, I don't know a massive amount about these two. Casey, I couldn't find too much footage on her, um, but she seemed to move really nicely. She has got quite crisp striking. Doesn't seem particularly powerful, but does seem quite crisp. She's on debut in the in the UFC, but she is coming off five and zero, so she's you know
0: she's in good
1: confidence,
0: but it's different it it is and 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 that's that's where shana dobson's already kind of turned that corner yeah. i think like when she came into the ufc so she came through ultimate fighter 26 but then she picked up three losses in a row uh two decisions and then lost 40 second uppercut but then that last fight that she had against uh, Agapova, Agapova, yeah I mean, she was a massive underdog going into that. She was three and four against her opponent, who was nine and one. Mm. And her opponent was just so confident. She was just <laughs> like, "This is just going to be a walk in the park." Yeah. Wait till you see what. There's I can your do, first mistake. Of. Yeah, and, and she looked great. So like. You know, sometimes you have those those fighters. They kind of stagger a bit in their early career, and then they take find off. the flow. Yeah, like she's got the movement, she's got the striking power, and, and the and the the understanding of the grappling ranges.
1: I mean, five five fights within the UFC is almost ten fights outside of the UFC. Yeah. You know what I mean? At the big show now, all the pressure, all the all, all the build up, the lights, and obviously not the crowds so much at the minute. But um, I think, yeah, that experience from shayna Mike might pay, yeah, yeah. Like just,
0: uh, just being comfortable in the octagon, Yeah. being, yeah.
1: And everything that goes with it, you know, it's not just, it's not just a fight. We've, we've touched on it many times. It's not just a fight. Half the time, the fight's the relieving bit. Mm. It's everything else that goes with it. Yeah, I, I'll. Um, I, I think Shane Dobson might, yeah, might get another one here.
0: Just, just before you say that, I will well, say the most likely thing is that uh, Casey O'Neill is going to come out. Take her down and take her back and choker out in okay. probably sixty seconds. But I'm just throwing oh, okay. that out well, there, for, well. you know. We'll see, won't we? No, she's she's. So she's are you got, making a pit, or are you playing devil's advocate? I'm just playing devil's advocate. Okay, right. I'm just I'm just saying. But like, so Casey, she had a she had a rough start to her um her amateur career. Picked up two losses in a row, but then she got five wins and then turned pro, and now she's on a five fight win streak as a pro mm. as well. So like she may have already had those couple of rough fights. I mean, I'm not saying obviously it's UFC level, but sometimes fighters they, they ride their own hype into their UFC debut.
1: Yeah, I mean ultimately it's about belief in yeah. yourself anyway, isn't mm-hmm. it? So whether whether or not you believe five fights outside of it is worth ten or not, it's about what you believe in, in yourself and if you can bring that you know, if you can bring that flow into into the UFC then, you know, plenty of people have done it. I'm not yeah. you know it's not like every debutant in the UFC loses um, right, we should in spite of all of, some of these because yeah.
0: uh, I want to talk a lot about some of these fights on the main card um, Alves against Sabatini yep. couldn't find much on Sabatini <laughs> no. aside from loads and loads of grappling
1: he um, seems like a very accomplished yeah. grappler right Yeah. Um, and Alves seems to have some grappling not necessarily at the, at the same level his striking seems a little bit laborious it wasn't Particularly crisp. Um, I think on limited information, I'm probably going to pick Sabatini. Yeah, yeah. Probably by submission. <laughs> yeah, he, he did
0: look. He did. I mean, he looked so confident in in the the, the matches that I watched him grappling. Like he was just he's just eating through the competition and had several clear paths of this is the takedown I'm using to this position and then this submission. Mm. And it wasn't the same one each time. It wasn't like he's a rain choke guy. It was varieties of different ways, and also abilities to recover from bad positions quite well. He's 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 kind of short and compact. He's got really good butterfly hooks. Um, I I think he might have a great debut, but I mean Alves, you know, he's got that first fight in the Octagon, hasn't he? Mm, Was it contender series for
1: sure? Yeah, and he seems to have some. You know, he does seem to have some power in his striking. It's just you know, as we've mentioned many times, power's no good unless you can find a home for it. Yeah. And it didn't seem like it was particularly accomplished in in the striking arts.
0: So basically, Sabatini's basically, just trying to pass guard as he's taking him down. and,
1: and Yeah, get you and know, him potentially, against. and and for sure, he's not going to stop trying to get a trying to get a sub because that's yeah. his thing, and uh, he, he goes hard after it. We've got a couple yeah. of veterans
0: in this next one, haven't we? Landwehr against uh, Irosa. against erosa has been around for around for ages. Wasn't he on one of the Ultimate Fighters years yep. ago? So um, he's back in the UFC with a with a dast choke win over Sean Woodson. Um I think he could tempt
1: Nate into making a, a bit of a mistake because Nate gets angry. He does get angry. And he he gets wild and I just wonder you know, my my initial thoughts is Nate is probably slightly more skilled mm-hmm. and probably a slightly better fighter, but if Arosa is sneaky and can lure him into getting getting wild, getting loose, then then you know, maybe he can um maybe he can grab the win there.
0: Yeah. Erosa does tend to give odd looks to his opponents as well. And and you know, was he twenty four and eight compared to thirteen fourteen and three. Mm. Like you get a lot of different looks from Erosa. He's been around for a long time, in and out of the UFC, he's fought over the world
2: and won challenges. Even, challenge you know, even that cage is, even that is well. a
1: tough even that is a tough road that's that bulletproofs you a little bit because you've been in, you've had a shot you've been let go you've yeah. come back in all of that is rounding you off as a, a human and a fight you know it shows it shows some resilience that he's he's done what he needs to do to fight his way back into the to the big show yeah um but i mean you know Nate nate's very athletic and very tough and yeah i wonder how effective he can i wonder how effective he can be the
0: question is how good is his sub defense mm. That's that's the question because if Erosa's is gonna win, because he, he, he kind of he just tends to my memories of him. I'm thinking back to like previous versions of him that I've seen, and I just always remember himself. he leaves himself vulnerable to kind of coax his opponent into attacking him,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then he tries yeah. to counter with like you know his like hooks and. Yeah, but
1: I maybe, maybe may will take do. the bait then.
0: Yeah, but but it might benefit it might benefit um, and to be too cautious of his ground game and not want to engage him there and just stick to a good fundamental boxing game because, he, you know, you can only slip so far until you find yourself up against the fence yeah. and then, you know.
1: Yeah. Mm, uh, let's go with, let's go with Erosa on
0: experience. Oh, really? Again, yeah. he's going with some of the veterans. Today. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're getting, we're getting you them. can see why the full reptile pick's get nowhere.
1: <laughs> what do you, why, do you say, why do you keep saying that? We're mid-table.
0: Mid-table. We're doing all right. We're, out of two events.
1: <laughs> out of three events? Three events. Mid-table, All we're all right. We're just, we're just holding, holding position, ready to make a run for the title.
0: <laughs> uh, Wineland Castaneda. Oh. Yeah, Wineland's one of my favourites. How watch. can you not like him? I know. Do you
1: know what I mean? Like He's got a sick moustache for a
0: start. Yeah. He's... I call his style the gunslinger. Absolutely he's the like, gunslinger. Hands down. He's like, who's going to go down first? Who draws first? He... Um,
1: He's, you know, t- 24 and 14. He has been around. He's got a huge amount of experience. I, I, you know, I don't know how you can not sort of like him. You can't not like watching him fight. Um, he's pretty inconsistent. I, I guess that's the nature of the way he fights. You know what I mean? If you're going to fight as a gunslinger, sometimes, you, you know,
0: you're going to get shot. Cubs once has got the same kind of style, same kind of posture, hands down. It's a, it's a do or die kind of fighting style. But we like it because it's fun to watch. Yeah. But you know there are fourteen losses on his record at the same time. Like, but he m- maybe that's it. you know
1: maybe that's just part of it. That's part of the game. If you're going to play that character, that's who you That's the record you end up with.
0: Yeah, I, um, I just look at this and I look down the records and I, and I go, yeah, okay, look, you know, Winland's a big risk taker. You know, he's he's hands down. You know, he he's he's a you know he's you know he's a he's a high risk kind of fighter. But the times that he's lost are to good fighters. Mm. I mean yeah. o- O'Malley caught him clean from a from a, a real distance. That was a beautiful finish. But then you go back a bit further and then he's fighting guys like Dodson and <laughs> yeah. Caraway yeah. and Barrow and Benavidez and Faber.
1: And that's all in the tank, that's all logged. Yeah. And know, he's that-
0: also beating guys like Jorgensen and Pickett and Frankie Sines, Mizugaki. Like so yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's a gunslinger style, but he's swimming in a in a pool that I don't feel like Castaneda's been swimming no. in. It, it, I thought um,
1: Eddie versus Popoff was interesting because Popoff just had no respect for him at all. And basically, Eddie just kicked and needed some respect into him yeah. and uh, really, really turned the tide in that fight. Landed landed six or seven huge right hands and, and just put him away. It was fun to watch the sort of arrogance and disrespect. Yeah. And then it literally got kicked into him.
0: Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be surprised if you go for Castaneda after you chose Erosa
1: Yeah, hold on. There's a, there's a theme me, me to out. these picks. Hear me out. So I've I've chosen Castaneda. Of course you have. Just to be awkward, really, more than anything. He yeah. just does the opposite. Of <laughs> I... Just to be awkward. Well, uh, based off, Are we still I recording. I rate I rate Nathaniel Wood. We're still recording, Naomi
0: we're all good to I'm gonna check the phone. You can
1: keep. I, you know, I I do I rate Nathaniel Wood. I think he's a great. Um, obviously, UK-based fighter. He's very crisp. He's got a, he's got really nice, varied striking. Um, and I, th- I just thought Castaneda did re- did really well against him. He's he's very tough. He's very durable. He went to war with Le uh, Loja. Yeah. Le on the on the Contender series. Um, he sort of proved that he's oh he c- he can get in there. He, he's going to get in there and he can slog it out with Wineland Yeah. For 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 sure. Um, and he just got
0: my respect in that Nathaniel Wood fight. Uh, He's slugging it out with Wineland A good idea though. That's my concern is that he might stand and slug it out with Wineland Yeah. And I think the way you beat Wineland is to stay outside of the slugging range. And
1: I mean, one, it's just tough with one, and you don't, you don't, you're not sure it's tough, because it's tough. <laughs> that, was, that was a very disrespectful. <laughs> it's tough. You just picked Julian Abrosa <laughs> of the Land where. I don't, Wait, listen, mate. I'm making picks. You don't even make picks, so. No, that's you know. how we work. This
0: you <laughs> make picks for both of us, but I expect you to make educated picks. Yeah, you know I have but to. I dred- can roll the I dice every now and again. Hey, you didn't know what to wear before I started. I making didn't even turn the mic on. You didn't, turn we didn't get, on. get off to a good start today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you are going with Castaneda, are you?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I like okay. him, and I, I,
0: I think he, um, I think it's going to be a great fight. Yeah, re- you know, that's that probably probably, probably one of the fights of the card. It is it's that one or well, hang on a minute. Are we on the right? Are we in the right order or the next one? Yeah. going to say this one or the next one. Yeah. This one or the next one.
1: Right, hear me out about Luis Peña. Go on then. So we've talked about this uh previously um under the under the lens of, or through the lens of lessons of war. Yeah. So you learn the components of what it takes to compete in in mixed martial arts. You learn how they fit together. Then you learn how they fit together for you. And then you learn how, how they fit together depending on who your opponent is. So there's a flow of um, accumulating skill sets. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like Peña is a huge handful. He's a huge dude and he's a massive handful. He's got a really nice selection of skills. I'm not quite sure he's all the way through that flow. And when he does, he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a problem. I, I don't. I don't. I feel like he has great fundamentals. He under. He understands all the parts of it. I think he's starting to understand how that fits together for him because he's a different shape to to most people in that in that division. Um, I just don't think he's. Quite, you know, he's still developing. In, 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 if we talk about that as a continuum, he's still developing on that continuum, and it will be fascinating to see where he gets to because I, I just genuinely think he can be. Um, He can be a big problem for a lot of people. He had a scrap with Favola. Yeah, he did. Didn't he? Yeah, he did. In a fight that you would just... you know, If you had to put a fight next to Matt Favola, (laughs) that's probably the fight you'd put next to him. Um,
0: Two split decisions as well mm. in the UFC. I mean, a guillotine loss in the third round to to Worthy. Yeah. My my concern... I agree with everything you said. My concern is that he's not turned that corner in time to fight Drakkar Close. Mm. Because, like... Dracar close, there's nothing nothing particularly standout about his game. But he's, again, we talk about which pools they've been swimming in. I would say he's been swimming in a slightly deeper pool with mm. bigger fish.
1: Yeah, very, very in, uh, impressive against Fanata, wasn't mm-hmm. he?
0: Very yeah. impressive. fanato y- Yagos and Bobby Green are all tough fights as well. I mean, look at the records on those guys. Bobby Green, 24. He eight. gets reckless, though. 70. Yeah, he does. he does get reckless. He
1: does. Like, you, you can almost prod his ego and he'll come out swinging. But then what? But then if he does
0: get reckless in this fight, how does Pena make him pay?
1: Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have he doesn't have that sit sit down and and you know catch him with a straight as you're coming
0: in being too reckless. It's that pipe cleaner power. He's got to mm. he's got to accumulate yeah. punches at a distance. Bat bap. back back And uh, Dracar close is one of those guys that he's got that confidence to just close distance with fists.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, you especially know, if
0: he knows someone. Can... He's been
1: seven decisions in a row though. It's not like it's not like he's got some
0: power and he's finding no. a
1: home for it and he's putting people
0: away is he? But he, but he but he throws with the intention and then again if you look at the guys he's fighting like Bobby Green um Mark G. Casey are not easy to hit Lando mm. Venata is yeah. not easy to hit yeah Christos Yagos is easy, easier to hit and that was a unanimous decision but Darius is very difficult to deal with
1: I thought Darius punished him for being reckless mm. I thought you know, you know I don't know if you've ever watched see
0: but Violent Bob Ross could do that to him yeah but he would need to he would need to accumulate over time, like like Dariush put him out in the second round. I don't think I don't think Pena can do that to him.
1: But yeah, I thought close that was closest closest turning that fight, and he got reckless and he got punished for it. And I don't know if you've ever watched poker on on TV where they're showing you the the odds of each of the hands. Obviously the the players can't see it, but I thought he played those cards poorly and he got yeah. dragged into that and he got and he got punished. He didn't need to do that.
0: Um, I, th- I yeah. think Pena could cause him a lot of problems, but it would have to be a, over the distance, and it would have to be picking him off and tying him up. I mean, you know, th- there's submission opportunities against him, but again, Close has got a, a, like a physicality that I don't think Pena's got.
2: Yeah, like, I Pena's got an awkward ability. Completely r- agree. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like
0: He can wrap you. Up- what was that submission that he he, was, he had somebody in? He had somebody in a, in a submission, and he could not for the life of him finish it. Yeah. And he was frustrated with it. It was frustrating. I can't remember which fight it was now. Um, I remember his post-fight interview, and it was just like, oh, it "Was just that was just not a good performance from me." But I don't know whether it was necessarily because he was doing anything wrong. I just don't think he was applying the right, the right skill in the right mm. moment necessarily.
1: I know this. This is a replacement, right? Penny's yeah. dropped in as a replacement. Yeah. And when I initially saw it, I thought, "Oh, that's great matchmaking again." But I know, you know, obviously it's a replacement. It's good that, it's good that Penny is happy to jump in on short notice um So which way are you going
0: then? Because you, you're sold Penya now, you can't really. No, it I,
1: yeah, him. like, and I, I, I do really. Right, it, the other, the other thing to throw in the mix is, well, two things actually. To be, to be close, this goes against Penny, but to be close, I feel like you need to whack him early and get his respect. Otherwise, he's he's going to walk you down. He's not going to respect you, and he's going to, you know, he's going to do some damage. Which I'm not sure. I don't know whether Penny can do that or not. Mm. I don't know whether it possesses the power. Um, like you said, he might he might be able to pick at him, but I'm not sure whether that's going
0: to get his respect quick enough. Mm. Um, I mean, if, if if he kept tying Drakkar close up every time Close stepped in to strike, instead of instead of backing up, if he smothered it and tied him up and start working elbows and knees, mm. that could be a that could be a, a good route to victory because I yeah. don't I don't think Drakkar Close is going to want to take him down, not uh, unless he feels yeah, like uh, he can do it up against the I fence mean, to cramp I mean, him and ground. him. I'd be down. surprised if he was sort of taken aback by that aggressive
1: nature of mm. of close someone coming at him because he's fought matt favola and that's exactly what matt did to him yeah and he, he dealt with that he dealt with that pretty good um i think after talking Pena up i better pick him i want to pick him but uh, again it's you know the, the last two fights we've talked about their their standout fights on this card really are they? mm-hmm. they're going to be they're yeah. going to be great to watch we'll yeah. go we'll go Pena on yeah, hope that he's. Hope. This is this is. I know <laughs> that was hitting, it. Hitting, on hitting on hope, hitting hope. <laughs> uh, yeah, lock him in. Okay. I think so, he, I think he's going to develop. I think he's going to develop into a handful. I, I, like you said, I'm not sure whether he's done that yet or whether mm. this is the, his time. But I think in a couple of years, he's he's going to be difficult. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The right losses sometimes spur that along. Yeah, maybe. Um, so last fight on the prelims, right? Uh, Jared Gordon against Danny Chavez. Yeah, yeah. Another rock 'em sock 'em, really. Yeah. Chavez has, Chavez has got some, you know, some good clinch work, wrestling transitions. He's got a good kick off the back leg as horrible well. Horrible kick off the yeah. back leg, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Four fight win streak.
1: Yeah. This is his second fight in the UFC, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. A good, so he's eleven. He's, and he's fast. I don't, I don't know if he's got. A, taekwondo background or karate background or something, but he, he shape he shapes up in that stance he a little does. bit. Um he's very fast. He's like mean, like he hits like everything is in those shots. He hits to hurt people.
0: So he's got he's got two losses by decision over three rounds and then he's got one loss by guillotine at 232 of the fifth round. Mm. So conditioning wise over three rounds he looks pretty good. He can get outpointed but then he's got some good decision wins on his record as losses yeah um a few first round knockouts head kick knockout halfway through a first round it's that that rear leg he's definitely got a taekwondo style into it but he doesn't stand side on like a lot of fights he's just wide he's wide he's, he's not
1: side a, on is he but he's yeah. still wide and slightly squarer yeah. he's out of um colby's team isn't he oh is he i yeah. think so mma oh. masters i think he's out of okay um yeah I, I, but i mean Gordon's no joke. I know he's, he's sort of six and three. Yeah. Um, by KOs or TKOs. If he can find a way to deal with that speed from Chavez, I think he's going to be all right. I think he, I think he can go well. He nearly got his um, he nearly got his leg ripped off uh, against Silva. So you are right towards the end of the uh, end of the round. I think he dropped into a knee mm-hmm. bar and had it on tight. I could see his hamstrings were like screaming, and then the uh, and then the bell rang and, and and got him out of there. But if that bell hadn't rang, I think that he would have he'd have be done. Yeah, I couldn't see him getting out of that it was far too far too far gone. Yeah, um, I mean he's been knocked out by Oliveira, but
0: yeah, but who hasn't? Yeah, you know he's stopping lots of people now.
1: I don't think it'd be a toughness thing. I think he's tough enough to win this fight mm. I think Chavez will beat him for speed I think he's just yeah. got that edge of speed on
0: him Gordon's just is a little bit a little bit front foot boxing mm. a, perhaps a little bit too predictable if he can close distance down and and force Chavez back against the fence maybe nullify that back leg
1: if he's heavy on that front leg though and he starts getting, he starts getting that kicked out yeah. it's going to be a short night
0: yeah which way are you go? Chavez. Chavez, okay. Yeah. I think so. I think honestly, I just think he'll beat him for beating for a bit of speed. Yeah, a bit faster, better footwork, yeah. better mobility. Yeah. I kind of felt like that when I was watching it. Right, main card kicking off. This is a bit of a heavyweight extravaganza, isn't it? There's we've got uh, we've got Spivak Van der Rohe kicking off the prelims, and then we've got Arlovsky Aspinal, Olinik against daucus and Blades against Lewis all on the main card.
1: Do we not have we not got uh, Imavov
0: versus Hawes? Uh, that have we missed that I have, I have uh, arlovsky Aspinall next and then Haas oh, okay. Imabov after that
1: the, the Arlovsky-Aspinal fight reminds me of our conversation about Overeem in that he's, it's, you go through his list and it is just name after name after name and it's like three swipes down on your iPad to get to the bottom of mm. his uh, get to the bottom of his record debuted in the year 2000
0: mate I know <laughs> what was that UFC what was doing six then yeah
1: yeah, he's been that. He's been through like the, the three sort of clear cycles of of the UFC sort of pre-tough, when it was just a free for all pretty much. Mm-hmm. Then he, you know, he was in that tough era, and now he's in this sort of era that I I think is the mainstream era. Like the UFC is mainstream now yes yeah. you know he's done it he's yeah. done what he needed to do and he's been there through the, through the, whole, through the thing. whole thing and, and, he's, and
0: he's always been like back in the day when oloski came in and I, I, the one that the fight that stands out in my mind is when he was in his wham era when he fought yeah. um paul Buentello.
1: gorgeous mullet it was,
0: <laughs> like i remember watching that fight and like nobody knew what had happened because he stepped in he was so fast and he nailed wentello so cleanly with the right hand that he actually went underneath wentello and wentello just fell unconscious onto his back and then as he stepped away wentello hit the deck and everyone's like oh, what happened and then you watch the replay and you see this clean punch land and wentello just he's still fast still like, very like fast he's still fast yeah. and speed
1: one, phys- in terms of physical characteristics you know speed will, speed will drop off you just don't move as fast as you used to move and he's still fast still quick he um, I watched his fight with Boza last night and it was a sort of counter strike on counter strike it wasn't it was almost like oh, who's going to lose their patience first and you know the old dog just stayed true and, and he, he, he punches very straight and very mm.
0: fast um, and he's, you know, he's still got, he's still got power in those hands. The, the one thing that we've not seen in a long time is what he looks like on the ground.
2: Because
0: mm. like back in the day, like like the old Frank Mir days, he was a leg lock guy, wasn't he? Like who was the last last person he leg locked? It's been a while now, but he was like I'm sure I'm sure he must be a handful on the ground as well. We just don't see it. But it's like yeah. that, it's like that applying of oh yeah Achilles lock against Tim Sylvia back in the day. Like he was he was always he was always the athlete amongst the heavyweights, wasn't yeah. he? He was always like the guy that looked like a middleweight in build and yeah. condition, but, but he's sort of
1: framed. He's framed his frame is heavyweight, yeah, but he's not like thick like some of the heavyweight heavyweights now, yeah.
0: Um, and he's got that lovely throws his right hand and then swipes back. One of my favorite heavyweight fights ever is him against uh, Travis Brown, where they were friends going into it, and it was like you know they now they're lined up to fight. And he, he threw this right hand and it missed him. Travis Brand drifted away. And as he, Brand stepped in to try and club him back, he just came back with a hammer fist. Beautiful. He started using this like hook and swipe, which works really well. You know what I miss? Eh?
1: I, I miss the roll necks and the big gold chains. That's what <laughs> I miss. That was my favourite, Olofsky.
0: Yeah. I, I remember back in the day there was a countdown show. Yeah, I, I remember thinking of the same thing, yeah. yeah. And it was like everybody else is like, like, you've got Rich Franklin on, on a treadmill in the basement of his house, and Vanderlace, like, is on an air dime with a snorkel t- yeah. taped to his face and shit. And then it cu- cuts over to Orlovsky, and he's like shopping for suits. Like, that's and exactly
1: white. what he was doing getting out of a BMW <laughs> shopping for suits yeah. gold <laughs> yeah. and a yeah. turtleneck. Yeah. 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 I missed I miss that. That's the Orlovsky I want to see. Gangster.
0: Um, so. That's his record now? thirty nineteen. Against Tom Aspen, who's nine and two. Yeah. And
1: and not a nine and two that is anywhere near that level.
0: No, 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 not at all. You know, I think I, I,
1: you'd actually have you'd have a better insight, but it, you know, going through going through Tom's record, it looked to me like he probably struggles to get fights domestically. That's one of the reasons th- th- they why he signed. Yeah. Yeah, there just isn't those but he's six
0: five struggles to find training partners, I bet. Yeah, let alone opponents. Yeah,
1: I mean anyone that's that size from that area of the country is playing rugby league, and so <laughs> yeah, they're not fighting; yeah. they're playing rugby of some of, of some sort. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, exa- that's exactly what I thought when I looked through. Just the, the, the class of opponent these four didn't seem great to me, and he dis-
0: dispatched them pretty easily. This is the thing, isn't it? It's like it's well, now like you're in. Everyone else been too easy, too easy, too easy. Or- oh, Orlovsky. Ju- yeah. <laughs> then it gets idea then, was this. Yeah. I mean that might not be the case though. It might be too easy, too easy, too easy, manageable. Yeah now I'm ready for top ten. Yeah. Like that's I- kind of like I mean that I suppose that was the test with Tanabosa, which which was a good performance from Orlovsky that kind of slowed the rising tide down. Same with Philip Linz. Mm. Like he's come off he's come off two wins that are perfect performances for someone like Tom Aspinall. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, I, I agree. And I was thinking for Orlovsky to win this if he just did what he did against bosa he's you know he that that's a pretty easy not easy sorry that's a, that's a um a, a route to victory yeah. you can see you can see happening <sighs> yeah it's tough I, don't, I you know i don't want to bet against tom really he's a big bjj black belt from england with pro boxing um
2: been
0: trained with tyson fury
2: as well yeah he's been with like got fury. he's got all the bits i, yeah. I just yeah. i
1: just worry that this is a I tell you what, I worry it's a step too a step too far too quickly. But he wins this fight, and that, that puts a rocket under his career, doesn't it? What a name to yeah. put on your on your resume.
0: Yeah, same as Rosenstruck gann isn't it? Like they're both in situations where they've got you know m- far fewer fights than most heavyweights that have been around for for years. But there's kind of nobody else for them to fight.
1: <laughs> if he if he rushes this, I, I think the fact that it's Arlovsky might stop him doing this. But if he rushes this. And goes in there and doesn't take his time. I think he could very legitimately get caught um, by Olafsky. But if he, if he's just a little bit pragmatic about it, takes his time, sets everything up, don't get caught in the traps that Olafsky's going to lay in terms of waiting him for strike, waiting for him to strike and then counter him. Then I think Tom can win this. And obviously, you know, I want him. To win this, it's in. It's important for the heavyweight scene in the UK. Really, we need we need someone in there that is going to aspire other other guys at that size to 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 come over to the sport and see what they can do. He's definitely capable. I mean, you
0: know, with, with the ease at which he's gone through the competition so far, you know, he's definitely capable, and he's you know he's. His UFC fights so far, he's been disappointed afterwards because mm. he was like, "Yeah, that was not what I wanted." Yeah, you know, he has a high standard for himself, but then it's difficult to reach that high standard when you're struggling for opposition. What's crazy? I was to... just having a quick look at the rankings. Andrei Oloski isn't in the top fifteen anymore.
1: No, <laughs> no, that's crazy, I, no. isn't it? It's yeah, probably
0: the first time in about four hundred years. Yeah, he's had yeah. his uh, <laughs> he's uh,
1: he's, uh, he's rented a space for long enough up there, isn't he? Yeah, right he's um, in parking
0: space not
1: Let's go with Tom Aspinall because it's important for our domestic scene that we have a heavyweight that is knocking out or or or, or winning fights against against a legend like Alovsky because Alovsky is a, you know, he's a bona fide legend, isn't
0: he? He is a bona fide legend.
1: Um and I, ironically He's one of those. He's at that stage where you don't actually want to see him lose, really. Do it's a bit like when Frankie gets knocked out or or over yeah. gets kn- hurt. You don't really want to see it. You feel like they, you know, that that shouldn't happen to them almost. But um, yeah, let's uh, let's get our our big Salford boy in there and and winning uh, winning some fights.
0: All right. Uh, okay, this is going to be Amazing. a wild first round. Amazing. And then if, it might if be you a said. Wreck.
1: Russian wrestler, and then you had to draw a picture.
0: What would it look like? Are we talking about the same one, Nasi oh. Imovov. Imovov? No. Which one are you talking I've about? I've moved then? on to Olinek. Go oh, back. You, you jumped. Yeah, because you had it in the wrong order, I think. I've, I've got the official UFC fight card in front of me. I know, but that's always all over the place. <laughs> it does say all bouts live and to change. There <laughs> they um, Phil we'll go. Phil Hawes against Imovov. I've yeah. got next. Yeah. This is like I said. This is going to be a wild first round. Phil
1: Hawes is 185 pounds. And 150 of those pounds are in his quads.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He
1: is, uh, yeah, he's a mountain of a man, he's isn't a he? He's physical
0: specimen, yeah. isn't he? But he does pay for that with his gas tank. Very much That's so. That's where we've seen him struggle in the past. I mean, Martinez, we were talking about Julian Martinez a little, little while ago, came through a really rough first round and was able to turn it around based on the lack of ability to compete. But then that last fight against Malcoon was like a gunshot to the face. Yeah, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, wasn't it? And he's had it. He's had it rough, Phil Hawes, isn't he? He's he's been in and out and in and out, and he's had to. He just had such a high standard set because he do was. Do tough and the Contender Series, did he? Tough? Yeah, I think he did I as think well. Think did, yeah.
0: yeah Ultimate Fighter twenty three, he lost to Andrew Sanchez. Um, yeah. He's one of uh, Well, he was. He's not there anymore, but he was one of um, uh, John Jones's teammates. And there was a lot of talk about him being like the new prospect. Um, that talk was around the tough
1: time, wasn't it? I think it? he was about four and oh, yeah. I think I remember Dana talking about it, saying, Oh, this you know, this is the guy coming out of here and and then he lost he lost. Did you say it was Sanchez he lost to in the final yeah. and lost to
0: Sanchez by decision, then he then he went to World Series of Fighting and lost by a guillotine, but that was a gas tank issue there. Mm. Then he came back into the contender series and was doing well against Marquez, but then lost. So he didn't get signed from that. Marquez did. And then he went, uh, he got a fight in Bellator, a fight in Brave, two fights in Brave, and then came back to the Contender Series and got another first mm. round. But he's on a five-fight win streak now, but they've all been stoppages. Yeah, The question's still there. What does it yeah. look like when, it, when he gets back to his stall at the end of the first round?
2: Yeah. We should have put uh-huh. him
0: in there against Adolfo Vieira. <laughs> so he collapses yeah. first. Yeah. Five one-minute rounds.
1: <laughs> wow, that'd be fireworks, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he so Imavov is six-three and very sort of long and rangy. Yeah. But but Phil horses has fought uh, Bestiev, who is similar in, in 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 that build. So he's seen that picture before. I'm, I'm not saying the skill sets are necessarily comparable, but that that picture it, he has seen that before. Mm-hmm. Um, Imavov seems like he's got a good a decent gas tank seems like he you,
0: he, didn't, you didn't watch his debut then no uh, he fought jordan williams and it was it jo- was jordan of, jo- John williams it was on fight mm. island it was a lot of fun for the first i don't know five minutes and then they both really started to struggle right, with okay. gas but mm. that's that's my my concern here is that there is that phil hawes is going to come out guns blazing and he's going to exhaust himself trying to finish Imovov. Of, uh, um uh, Nasadi in Imovov and then Imovov is going to be too gassed from trying to recover from the first round <laughs> onslaught and then they both lie end. down and the backs are going you call it a
2: draw <laughs> just uh, make this
0: stop yeah. we've yeah. had enough yeah. that'll do yeah so if, if we both it's like putting guns down at the same time it's just both tap the canvas at the same time <laughs> gentlemen's agreement yeah, yeah we, we've had enough yeah. I mean, the do. thing is he's got wins like he had a win over Jonathan Muno before he came into the UFC and and I remember watching that fight for research, and it was a great performance. Munoz is a UFC veteran, mm. and it was like it was in Munoz's territory. Like people were cheering and making loads of noise for him, and he just came in and shut the show down. He, he you know, he has got the potential to look very good, but I'd, you know, it's that first round thing. One, yeah, two, he's three, going to have to, four, he's going five, six. to he's gonna have to batten six. down the hatches,
1: isn't he, and t- you, you're gonna think Phil Hawes is gonna. To- come out and do what he do what he likes doing and put yeah. a load of pressure on
0: and two two-thirds of his wins are first round mm. so it's, it's gonna be a wild first round it might just be who's made that correction or whether you know whether, whether Imavov can keep his gas tank intact to an extent while Phil Hawes tries to you know Empty wear himself it. out yeah yeah I mean
1: it's a tough like I don't if you look at Phil Hawes Phil Hawes in terms of an athlete it doesn't look like he's added that muscle tissue to himself. It looks like, you know, he trains and obviously he, he, he gets hypertrophy effect from training and what have you, but it's not like he's a gym rat and he's just like, all he's doing is squats all day. He's just, he's just sort of built that way. Yeah,
2: and, yeah. yeah.
1: You know, it's just, it's just a tough place to be. You produced massive amounts of power and you, you know, I'd assume in his, his team would be constantly trying to train his conditioning to, to give something to underpin that power. Um, but, you, you put know,
0: anxiety in there though. You yeah. you put that fear of that of of that feeling of running out of gas. Ugh. Oh, it's the worst. Like uh, you you can step into the first round, and honestly, if if you surveyed every UFC fighter for the next year and asked them what they were most nervous about going into the fight, it was it was getting tired.
1: It's like we touched on before about trying to finish a choke, and then it's not, and then you don't finish it, and then you're like, oh oh they're gone, yeah, yeah, oh they're actually yeah, gone, yeah, oh they're not going to come back oh. either. <laughs> they are not Just, coming back yeah. yeah
0: get off me it's hot it's horrible if, if anybody out there has not pushed themselves to that kind of point of of, of fatigue yeah it is it's, you, learn, you learn a few things it gives you yeah. a weird a weird sense of anxiety when you know it's coming like when yeah. i was driving over to do those sled sessions on a monday night after it was too dark to run outdoors yeah. and we, they I used like they used to give me proper anxiety on the way into the gym. Like I'd be like talking myself up, like it's okay, we can get through it. I mean, like so- looking at my clock, I'm like six fifteen. You know, by eight o'clock, I'll be getting back in my car. I <laughs> look at my car in the car park. You I'm coming. I'm coming in an back. hour I'm and a quarter. I'll, yeah, I'll be, I'll be back. I'll be a different person, but I'll be back. I mean, certain
1: members of our team were late on Saturday <laughs> mornings, but I was never sure whether they were late or they were just sat in the car because
0: they didn't want to get <laughs> out. They were, just,
1: they were too worried about what was about to happen, <laughs> and they were just sat in there thinking, "Oh,
0: yeah. you know." But, could, could i ring him and say i'm not right. here but then you add that on top of the idea and 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 it's not even an idea because he's felt it several times of being at that point of complete exhaustion and someone still be bah, bah. Well, well, well
1: you know we should, we should we should there's another level to this it's all right talking about those levels of anxiety and fatigue in training but in training genuinely you've got your teammates around you that aren't actually trying to finish you you would hope <laughs> so then you put that on top you of there and you, you know the the anxiety about getting paid the anxiety about whether you're going to get cut all these kind of things that's uh that's a lot for your system to be dealing with yeah. and you know the the anxiety raises and the cortisol raises and you sh- and then everything else shuts down in the opposite yeah. direction
0: and all the most embarrassing knockouts are when someone's completely on out of gas yeah they're because the, because you can just like you can't hold tension either, can you? <laughs> Do you remember Mark Coleman against Pete Williams back in the day? And uh, this was back when when he was wearing shoes, and you could still kick in the head. You remember that? And Mark Coleman was just so gassed, like he could. It was like he was watching the foot come into his face. It was like, oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Oh,
1: just yeah, it Did him. hit me, yeah, yeah. Bad. So he's like the opposite of what I, I perceive Phil Halls as been. He looked like he. Layered that muscle on top, yeah. Whether he had some assistance during that time or not (laughs) uh, during those times, yeah. Almost certainly had some assistance, you know. He layered all of that muscle on top there, and and, you know, that's that's when it it definitely becomes problematic.
0: But, but whether I mean, this is a maybe a a side conversation, but whether the muscle muscles added naturally or unnaturally, there's a point that where muscle mass is just too fatiguing for the body to you just can't, you don't
1: have the you, you can't feed, you know, you can't feed the monster, yeah, yeah. For sure.
0: For sure. So what's your prediction?
1: Um I think Round Phil of Ho- the Night. Phil Hawes will be too much for him in that first round. You reckon, yeah. yeah I think he'll be I think he'll okay. be a bit too much and and yeah, just swamp him a little bit. Okay. Yeah.
0: Another first round finish for Phil Hawes Yeah.
1: Then. Imagine if it ends up being a third round. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Just Stop just stops, stops him at, each the, other yeah. at the end. stops him in the the, the final minute of the third round.
1: So, if you thought about a uh, Russian wrestler, what would he look like? Oh, this was your line that you prepared (laughs) for that. Okay,
0: okay. Good thing you didn't waste it. Yeah, he'd look a lot like Alexei Oleinik. He would, would wouldn't he? He would, yeah. Uh, But then you got Alexei Oleinik, who quite happily pulls people into mount and still strangles them unconscious. That a is g- a horrible way it to is, go. In. Oh, it's horrible. Miserable. Horrible. I had him do it on me. You know, when he was fighting in, was it St. Petersburg or something? With, and, and I with
1: was the, like, the fist in on yeah. the on the artery. Yeah. And it's
0: even worse when there's a glove on, because obviously you got to think. You know, it, this was just his fist in the in the in the hotel with no wraps and no glove or anything. And he pushes it in like that, and then he just squeezes Sco- to the a point where miserable way to go. Oh, it just feels like your whole neck's gonna pop. It's not not pleasant at all. Death by Olinek but The fact, yeah, yeah. horrible. Olinek. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> Nice. The, the, and 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 he pulls people into bad positions to get it. Now I'll, I will on the flip side say Chris Darke is a bit of an anomaly as well in this weight class. Not because he's got a weird submission that he pulls people into, but because he moves like a welterweight. Yeah, definitely. Like he's he's fast. He's agile. He's a black belt Brazilian jiu jitsu. So at least he's going to have the knowledge of disengaging if he gets tied up. I, we we know how to beat Olenek because we've seen Overeem do it now mm. and and if and if Doukas does the same thing he'll do the same thing yeah. like he's got wicked fast hands um he's I, I mean he, and he he manages his combinations very well as well it's not like he's just heavyweight punching power it's like he's pat, pat, you know he's picking his shots that, really that, nicely
1: that that's the that's the way to, that's definitely the way to win the thing one of the things I sort of like about Oleynik is he he's not even slightly interested in striking he just wings these things windmills over just to get close enough to you that even if you could just grab hold of a little bit of you oh you're you're in trouble now and just relentless the way he he wrestles and he flows between position to position and uh, and nothing very rarely do people clean break off him he always just holds on to something and then suckers you into the the death roll again um, you know what
0: it reminds me of, and what do you remember? These guys, when you walk into an old judo school, and you look along the row when they're lined up along the mats, and there's some blokes down the end that have got fingers that have never been relocated, once they have been dislocated. They've, they've never got any hair on this part of their head because it's been worn down from just driving it into somebody else's face. <laughs> and you know what I mean? And they're like, they've washed their gi so many times it shrunk, <laughs> so it's now past their elbows, and and they just they just turtle up. And they wait until you've done everything you can, and then they roll you over into scarfold and just lean on you until you can't breathe. Yeah, scarfold. He's one of those guys, but with cranks, the, uh, Ezekiel's uh, with oh. the, with all the technical ability as well. Of I know how to take this person's ear away.
2: Yeah. Do you remember the seventy odd fights? The, I think
1: 85. Choke from uh, standing. He's standing tile. I can't remember who it was against, it, but it was in the clinch, and then he just sort of moved his arms away and just started trying to. Junior uh, Albini
0: and he then it, and, yeah, yeah, they wrapped him up and then pulled him, then the pulled him the on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. my favourite was uh, was was the other fella that that um, oh, let me find the guy's name. I can see his face now. Um, Tapped him in mount. Yeah. Um, yeah. Victor Pesta Ezekiel choke uh, t- two fifty seven in the first round. Victor Pesta sat up in mount position, having no idea what had happened.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it <didn't> makes <laughs> like, no sense. It was
0: like what's what's going on and then and like the referee's like no you're losing he's like i'm i'm mounted like how is that yeah so for really. me this is chris Dalkus's fight to lose
1: absolutely he can win this he can pick him up, up. god damn it if you don't get your distance yeah. your distance <laughs> right you are gonna suffocate to death yeah and there's uh it's like walking a tightrope with like crocodiles underneath <laughs> and yep that's fine just walk that rope and you'll be absolutely fine they can't get you yeah but one slip and you're in a you're in a world of pain yeah Mate, he Olenek's forty three. He mm. fought three times in last year. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> I, I'm going to pick against him. I'm going to go with Dawkins, but I respect Olenek a huge amount. Yeah, and I, I almost like how he's just going to. I like how he just doesn't care and he's going to do his thing, and he's just going to drown you in the worst possible way. He reminds me of a good. Friend of ours, in yeah. the way he wrestles you to death. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's and he's clinging on to that mohawk as well. he's <laughs> yeah, right. running down the back of his head, but he's clinging on to it. I, I think he's a. I think he's a fascinating individual. He's he's a very, a, a very kind of. He's he's a, he's a nice, and I mean this in no in no disrespect, but he's a, he's a nice kind of throwback to an older time of martial arts for these younger guys to test themselves against.
1: Absolutely, you know. Yeah, like I, mean,
0: I was looking at his record there. He's got like sixty-six fights, sixty-five yeah. fights.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean, you he, he can imagine if the UFC wasn't in existence, he would be teaching wrestling in a yeah. in a school in in somewhere in Russia. For and sure, and it'd be very very successful, and he'd be as happy as he is now. You would imagine. Yeah,
0: or yeah. or he'd be strangling bears in a circus yeah, somewhere. You, know. you know, that's a slightly you
1: different thread to what I was thinking. But yeah, maybe strangling bears.
0: It's lives take different paths. It could go one <laughs> or the other. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rosa against Minna. So both sort of been around a little bit, haven't they? Mm. Minna's twenty-five and eleven. Rosa's been around but doesn't have the record to to show it. But he's a ATT guy, isn't he? He's been there for years. Mm. I remember calling his debut, he took it on short notice and gave a hell of a performance. Who was that against? Dennis Seaver. Took Dennis Seaver to a decision and lost, but then he came in, he beat Soriano Yeah, he's
1: a funny yeah, he's a He's yeah. a funny one, Rose. He's he seems to have a lot of... It sort of goes back to what we spoke about before. He sort, seems to have a lot of techniques, but they don't necessarily get put in the right flow, in the right mm-hmm. order. He doesn't pick the right thing for the right task a lot of the time. Yeah. Like, he'll. I think he threw... He sort of threw two spinning back kicks that missed by, you know, four foot, and it, it just seemed like he wasn't... It, in skill acquisition, it's called perception action coupling. So he was perceiving something and he wasn't coupling the right thing to it and he just kept doing it. And mm. it just seemed, it just sort of screams a remedial level of understanding of, of that aspect.
0: You mean he was trying to put a round peg in a square hole? Well, yeah, a bit, yeah, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. He, do, he does do that. And, and I think maybe one of the reasons why one of the reasons why they've put him in this fight is because they feel like Rosa's wrestling and and sub defense might be enough to push Minna out of the first round and see how deep his game is mm. because the, you know the time when he's been out of the first round the times when he's been out of the first round is he's, he's he's picked up losses yeah Grant Dawson second round the other one was Kevin Croom, who was a, he's now a UFC fighter against sh- second round He's got wins in the second round but I've not watched all of these fights so I don't know whether he put an absolute beating on him in the first and it was ready to be He's done just in a sub machine and he just constantly yeah. he'll
1: constantly
0: uh, attack I mean, you for a sub. It's ridiculous you look down his record. And, and and this is another reason why he's got what 35 fights on his record yeah. compared to 17 or whatever it is because he's subbing guys in the first round so he can take a fight next week. Yeah yeah he's, he can he's, take a fight he's
1: next all good. Week. Yeah yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Look at
0: that. Reniki chokes so we've got <laughs> Disorderly conduct. What a great show name. Um, 25 seconds. Two minutes 21. Two o four. One thirteen. One fourteen. One three thirty nine. Thirty three seconds. One forty nine. Forty seconds. I mean, he's he's wrecking people with renegade chokes and. Guillotine. I mean, Roche's a black belt.
1: Yeah. You know, he's
0: got a he's got an advanced understanding. But square peg, round hole. Yeah. Sometimes he'll dive into a guard to finish a fight when he probably shouldn't. Yeah. That's where he might get caught up here. If he fights smart and he knows where he knows where he challenges Minna, then he keeps this one standing, he keeps it at range, he stuffs his takedowns, he defends his neck, and he boxes him up.
1: He's nine fights in in the UFC. Mm. So you know he's accumulated some good experience there. Yeah. Yeah. Um
0: I think Minna's a killer though.
1: You just you said that the exact second I was gonna say, yeah, let's lock Rosa in. See how I did that. You knew that. <laughs> He did him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's too late because so I've written it down. Well, yeah, Lock, Lock Roser in. I like his experience. Um, you don't know who he, who does he fight out of? Who's who's coaching him? Charles Rosa
0: Yeah, I think he's ATT still. Yeah, like, okay. He was when he made his debut. I don't. I don't think he's moved. I might be wrong, but I, I don't think he has.
1: Yeah, good experience. Um, he's got. He's a, you know, he's, he's a legit. Graded with
0: as well, I think.
1: If he can, you, you know, Minna's going to come and he's. Constantly going to hunt in that first round, but I, I feel like Rosa should be smart enough coming out of that camp to, to deal with that. and mm.
0: um, Yeah, yeah, lock him in. Sure. Yeah. Seems doubt. No,
1: no, no doubt here. He's back yourself.
0: Co main event. Yeah.
1: Kitlan Vera Yeah. Or against, I'll let you say it, Kutsukaya. <laughs> <laughs> Kutsukaya. Konitsukaya. Konitsukaya. Yana Konitsukaya. a pub in japan is called izakaya that's the thing that reminds me getting, you're getting yeah.
0: her name mixed up with a pub in japan <laughs> yeah. no that's pubs a, pubs a, oh, in okay. japan is izakaya is, is it like a weather like a japanese
2: <laughs> weather <laughs> alternative yeah
1: yeah um right they're sort of similar to each other in, yeah. in a lot of ways right that, yeah yeah
0: they, they're sort of similar to each other but Viera looks like she enjoys fighting a lot more mm. than Konitzkaia does mm. and I'm basing that more on Konitzkaia's last fight than anything else yeah she she just she didn't didn't seem like she wanted to be in there and wouldn't entertain a fight at range with her opponent at all and I think she's probably going to try and do the same thing with Viera because if she's standing at range Viera's going to going to be aggressive with her striking she's a tall rangy fighter she's big for the weight class
1: okay, it car got battered by Aspen Lad, didn't she? And she was bigger than her.
0: Mm.
1: And yeah, she just got beat Aspen Lad really really uh sort of won me over on that fight.
0: That might be why she's why she fought um Stolarenko. Stolarenko. That's maybe why she fought Stolarenko the way she did though, was because of that fight. Mm. I
2: mean yeah. she was
0: just up against the fence, like beating her up in the clinch. She didn't really want to engage in any other rangers. And I just I think Caitlin Vera with with her ability on the ground as well as her aggressive, yeah. you know, striking I've got, I've skills. got next
1: to Caitlin, uh, she loves it. She does. She loves yeah. it, doesn't she? She yeah, comes she to does. fight. I, you know what? I think this might be a good matchup for her because I think she could... Um, I don't know, intimidate is the right word, but she could come at Yana and... Y- you know, she could put her in a space where she starts questioning herself a little bit and she has a few flashbacks to sort of getting, mm-hmm.
0: getting beaten up. Um, yeah. You see, you look back on, on Vera's record and that, you know, the only loss is that uh, knockout from Irene Aldana. Mm. And I've watched, that, I've watched that fight a bunch of times and it, it, was, it was one of the best examples of a gazelle punch in MMA. Right. Bang! Swung yeah, forward yeah. with a left hook and covered more distance than, uh, than Vera was, was expecting. But then when you've seen her in there against the likes of Zingano, who loves a scrap and Sajara Eubanks, who loves the scrap, she always holds her own and she mm. looks good. And I agree with you. I think if she can like I think Yana's gonna try and tie her up and put her against the fence and try and make it slow and uncomfortable for her. And I think anytime she breaks, if she's just very aggressive, she's gonna start getting Yana like level changing out of panic and that kind of stuff. And there might be uh, there might be submissions there. I mean she you know she's got an arm triangle win over Sarah McMahon. So even if she does get taken down by yeah. you know by a good yeah. wrestler, she's she's more than. I think I her. think
1: Ketlin, yeah, I think she's legit. Yeah, I, I think did. she's going to be really good. I think Who she's going she to figure. I think this will be a great win for her. I think this will give us some kudos. Um, six. She's six oh, in man, the she rankings, so kudos. she's so she's
0: one she's one above Kunitskaya Yeah. Like you, you could see Caitlin Vera in there with with any of the ones above, any of the fighters above her. I mean, obviously she's got that loss to Aldana, but if she puts you know two or three good wins together after that, you're back in the same kind of pool. A win over Aspen Ladd would probably do her well, but I know she's mm. just had a surgery. Holly Holm, Jermaine Durand, I could see her in there against either of those, and would be. Oh,
1: Holly Holm would be a fun fight. It, it would
0: be a hell of a challenge for her trying to get close to her. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, that's yeah. that's what she's going to need to do to get you know. To, to, to get the, the championship fight she's going to need to beat one of those two I think she could have a really good fight against Kunitskaya though
1: I think a bit fun fight I, I do feel like she'll come out on top mm. yeah I do lock her in okay main yeah. event then this is rescheduled isn't it
0: yeah I believe so Um Let me check if we're still recording still recording the problem Derek Lewis
1: has is that Blades is an absolute machine isn't he he's He's an efficiency machine. He's disciplined. <clears throat> he knows what he's very, very good
0: at. He's got that Cardo. Cardo. Car- Colorado. Colorado.
1: Yeah. Very, very, very well drilled. um But I, I can't remember when you, you spoke about it a while ago. Is when you know you've got when you know you've got that nuclear weapon. Is all all it's is about is just finding the the place to, to let it off. Mm. And it's like a it's like a failsafe and it? it's like a fallback oh yeah fine fight it's not going great it's not, it doesn't matter I just got to get some space and then and then I'll find a home for it and um yeah, yeah. you know I, I think Lewis is getting better I don't think he's relying on that that power I feel like he's he's incrementing his skill set he seems to be in better shape than I've than I've seen him um he seems to it, you know, it's, it's, sometimes it's hard to actually pass judgment on what's going on in their training life, but he seems like he's fully committed to getting this done. Mm. Um, and he's hilarious. So that obviously helps. He is hilarious. And sways things a little bit.
0: <clears throat> there are a few things that Derek Lewis does really well. Obviously, he's got knockout power, but he's also very good at, at stopping people taking him down mm. and getting back to his feet once he's been taken down. I remember like way back early in his career before his takedown offence had gotten good and he was getting taken down by the likes of Gonzaga and Roy Nelson like he's just standing up with them clinging on to him so he's like just one leg
1: squatting one leg squatted
0: up yeah (laughs) it's like (laughs) like an old man getting out of a chair (laughs) he just like just stands up like and obviously the downside is he's not using technique so there's a it's taxing his cardiovascular system, mm. but then if you go back into his fight against Latifi, for example, he uses really good takedown defense all the way through that fight. Um, he's also got those wild flying knees and high kicks as well that you wouldn't expect yeah. from a big man. Like yeah. if I'm if I'm Curtis Blades, I'm I'm thinking of all the things that I can do that are going to incrementally slow Derek Lewis down over the distance. So like if I'm at distance, I'm going to be kicking that the lead leg because Lewis, without movement, is a sitting duck. Mm. I'm gonna be ta- attacking his midsection because we've seen Lewis hurt to the midsection, like folded up against the fence and then swinging punches back. He doesn't. He's got no poker face, Lewis. If he's hurt, you know he's hurt. If he's tired, you can tell he's tired. So, for, for like, for, yeah. if I'm Blades, I've got three lines of attack. I'm taking his legs away with low kicks at a distance and knowing that the only way he can attack me is to counter with power punches.
1: But yeah, so you're you're whipping that you're whipping that front leg. Kick in, yeah, and he's counter is that overhand right, right, yeah, to to t- to counter your leg kicks, yeah. So you're playing with some fire
0: there, aren't you? You are, but then if you Curtis Blades and the first thing you do when he throws hey, a leg well kick is you faint, nah, no, just faint a low, yeah. And then Lewis is now not thinking about punching you; he's thinking about defending the takedown. Yeah, like you, you can, because 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 Lewis is 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 limited in in what he's good at doing offensively. You can kind of railroad him into doing those things. Yeah. Like so, like if, if Blade starts kicking his lead leg, he knows that Lewis's only defense is to try and punch him. He's not going to try and take him down from it. Hmm. He's not going to check it. <laughs> no, he's not. You know? he? He's more likely to jump over it than check it. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so yeah. then that, that's at a distance. So you know you've got one channel of attack from Lewis coming. Then I'd work the body as much as possible, either in the clinch or from a distance. Because I mean, you know, Blade's got a good jab to the body as mm-hmm. well as jab to the head, um, and then like open him up like attack his body attack his head but try and cut him you know try and damage him so in the later rounds he's remembering that this is a five round fight yeah
1: i mean lewis is you know ty Burrow controlled him for a lot of a lot of that fight from the top position mm-hmm. and you know he just kept working and he worked his his way back out of that um i'm not sure it's cut and dried if blaze takes him down i think he'll make him work for it but blaze has that that nice thing where he traps you up against the fence, doesn't he? And then he takes an arm away. It's a bit, it's, it's a bit Habib-esque process. Like, like yeah. he just gradually sort of creeps up your body and suddenly your legs are, are wrapped up and then your, your back arm is wrapped up and suddenly you've got one arm to try and defend three things. Yeah, which, which
0: Daniel Cormier did to Derek Lewis at 248 yeah. pounds. Yeah. And Blades is 260. Yeah. And he's a much bigger heavyweight than Cormier.
1: Yeah, I love like that. I love that. I love that pro, that, pro, that rest. We, me and Jimmy uh, have been talking about this up at the gym, and he's been coaching our pro squad on the, those sequences from uh, today. We're doing we're reaping from the from the fence, and then the process of tying the legs up, and then just slow, slow suffocating, getting your hips, getting the arm. Now you're in complete control, and he's got a nice ground on pound sequence off the mm-hmm. off the back of that. It's a re, it's a underappreciated skill set underappreciated flow like i know a lot of people probably watch ground and pound and just think it's that's what you're just wailing on people but there's what people don't see is the sequences within that you know it's not it's not just wailing at each other Mm. on the floor you know there's a a lot of trapping and pinning and manipulating people's hips to get the strikes to 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 be um to be effective
0: so with that in mind how many people that have taken Derek Lewis down have taken him down so they don't have to stand with him, and how many have taken him down because that's what they that's what they do that's what their game is because mm. that's what Curtis Blades does he yeah. takes you down he breaks you down and he beats you up yeah and over twenty five minutes with his Colorado
1: I, I personally I can't see it I've got it down I can't see it go any other way other than Blades yeah. Obviously, the, the the nuclear weapon, it's the bomb, isn't the it? The nuclear weapon of a white, of a right if You say hand. that like George Bush says it. <laughs> I knew that would wind. <laughs> it nuclear.
0: nuclear, nuclear, nuclear. Here we go. Um, George Bush could never say that. And what terrified me is that he no had control of his the finger button. on the button. Yeah, <laughs> if you can't say it, you can't touch it. That's the rule. <laughs> it's like in a gym, you know, if you, if you can't lift the dumbbell, don't... just leave it alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I actually think it could be a miserable
0: night for, for Lewis
1: could be a miserable night it could be a long slow yeah. miserable night slow yeah. death
0: yeah cuz blades like, is not i mean he he gets emotional around the fight like pre and post but when he's in the fight he's competing mm. he's still he's similar mm. to usman he's got that mentality of i'll do what i need to do to beat you yeah and like, lewis gets frustrated and he starts winging a little bit when he's short on time and it's like
1: slow cooking a leg of lamb in it <laughs> Just, you're big, in there for a like big old six lamb. hours. <laughs> yeah, giant leg it's of lamb, leg, leg of elephant. It's just
0: slow cooking you in the in the in the yeah. cooker. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. Em- embrace the grind, isn't it? That's what DC says. It's the yeah. grind cycle. I,
1: I've come to I've come to appreciate watching a lot of DC and you know talking to you about. I've come to appreciate that. Um, almost like hidden flow of skills. Mm. A, a lot. It's so effect- it's so effective, yeah. and it's so miserable when you're on the on the end of it. Yeah. And I think um, yeah, it goes under the radar a little bit.
0: It does. Mm. It does. People don't quite appreciate what they're doing, but it, it's it is a process of breaking someone mentally. Yeah. By completely shutting them down. And and like I've understood that process from a, from a striking skill point from a long time ago. But to now be able to recognize the pockets that you can do it in MMA mm. with jiu-jitsu and that being the most obvious one in MMA, up against the fence, making someone carry your weight. And then every time they're working to get up, you break them down. When they're down, you start beating them up until they want to start escaping again. Then it goes back to control. I, I, think, I think Blades could run this division if, if, he, uh, if, if he has the right performance at the right time. I think he was unlucky in the second fight against Ngarnu because he was just caught with a big power shot. That can always happen in this yeah. fight. And heavyweights, right?
1: And and that of that's course. the heavyweights' yeah. life. You can have the best game plan, and you know you can be executing that game plan, and then it's it, the trajectory of the fight changes instantly yeah. because of the nature of
0: you know who they are. And the benefit in Lewis being who he is, although he's bolstering what he's already good at with good takedown offense and better conditioning, the instinct to being a fighter. Is 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 that's part of what's responsible, in my opinion, in making those quick shifts in uh, like the like changing the trajectory of a shot because you're reading what's happening. You know, In, in like instead of Lewis going, okay, I'm stepping in with a one, two, three here. He's stepping in to punch him, and if he's throwing the right hand and he sees. Uh, blades level changing. He'll just switch that to a shovel yeah. punch with the inside of his hand. He'll nudge you with his forearm if he needs to to clear spaces. Mm-hmm. There's there's like an instinctive way of fighting, like um Vanderland early on in the card. Yeah, it's a similar kind of like my instinct is to hit you, and everything else is supplementary. Like like Vanderlay, another good example. He t- took his feet with him, which is why his hands were so good. Mm-hmm. His hands weren't actually very good. Right, it's the fact that he took his feet with him when he was mm. when he was striking. And he just
1: uh, like real time adjustment was very very good, wasn't it? There you go. I always I've always got something real, for you. So that's yeah. why you, that's why you
0: have me on this podcast. I, I, I spent like, 20 minutes trying to explain something, and he goes, "Oh yeah, that's called real time adjustment in the in the business." <laughs> okay, should be fun. It should be a good one. Another episode done. Lovely. Get the app, download it, get yourself an account, join in the conversation. And see how you do, because you can win real money on this for nothing. Yeah,
1: uh, uh, £1,000 this week, I think. Is that right? Is that what it is?
0: Yeah. So uh, get yourself in. And it's divided up, so you can get a few quid if you're somewhere on the leaderboard as well. So uh, get involved. UFC Picks app for the UFC Picks show. Remember, you can play along with all of the other UFC fans on the new UFC Picks app, available for download on Apple iOS, Google Play, or visit www.playufcpicks.com. It's free to play and there's a chance to win £5,000 cash. Participants must be 18 years of age and older. UK and Ireland residents only. Terms and conditions apply and remember to always play responsibly. If you or a friend have a problem with gambling, make sure you seek help and visit www.begamblingaware.org.